Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. you off guard. That's what I was going for. I just feel like every single episode, I'm so excited. And then I always say, Hey girl, I'm so excited. So, you know, just keeping you on your toes, but for real, I think you're going to be pumped about today's episode because we're talking about language and how the words that we use have so much dang power. And girl, before I get started, let's be real here. You know that I want this podcast to feel like we're girlfriends chatting, having coffee, having wine, maybe a jalapeno margarita. So I'm not going to talk to you in the way that you don't understand already, because I know you do, that language has power. But I do think it's really cool when you have an opportunity to pop the hood and get a different lens or perspective that is from someone else, right? So I want to share this with you because I think it can be powerful, especially when we're talking about statements like, I am or I am not, which are things that we say all day or a day, right? And a girlfriend of mine named Jackie mentioned to me how she feels like I've got a natural ability with this. And then I'm constantly questioning my own I am statements to basically just see if I agree with what I'm saying and if they're serving me. And if they're not serving me, I'm really willing to challenge them, right? And ask myself better questions. So what I thought would be kind of cool is actually collecting some I am statements that I'm getting from people on a regular basis. So yesterday, in real time, I scooped up some comments that I received from women that I mentored to build online businesses, as well as in my DMs, which, subtle plug, if we're not connected on Instagram, definitely come hang with me there. I love it, at Keisha Fitzgerald. But here's a couple of things that I heard. Number one, I'm not a morning person. Oh, girl, we're going to talk about this one because that's one of my favorite ones. Number two, I'm not a strong leader. I'm not a high energy person. I'm not outgoing enough. I'm not entrepreneurial. Entrepreneurial, that's a weird word, enough. I'm not loud enough. I'm not adventurous enough. I'm not good at saving money. I could go on and on because I hear statements like this all day. But it made me think about how we say these things in a way that's so conditional. I do it too. But I'm starting to catch myself so often that I'm not saying things in a conditional way where it's permanent, but I'm really thinking about things as situational because we forget that these things that we're saying as if they're conditional statements like I am or I am not or I'm not, those things can change with just a little bit of effort and a desire to change. That's it. But when we've been using these I am or I am not statements for so dang long, we've literally made it a conditional state as if we're going to be like this forever and we have no freedom of choice. And girl, that's not true. And what's crazy is sometimes we blatantly say that we are or are not something. And then sometimes it's actually ingrained in us, in our DNA And it affects our beliefs because we've been saying it so long subconsciously. So 
I want to talk about the first part and then I'll kind of talk a little bit about the second part because I think it's a little, it's a little bit deeper. So the first part, when we say things out loud, like I am or I am not. So I want to use the example of I'm not a morning person because this is one of my favorite things because I am a morning person. And guess what? Saying I am a morning person makes me act how a morning person would act. Holla. So maybe it's true as of today that you don't feel like your best energy is in the morning. And that's what you really mean when you say I'm not a morning person, right? And if so, I can understand that maybe your best energy isn't factually in the morning right now. But if you don't like it, you can change it. So instead, let's really acknowledge that we're choosing not to be a morning person. It's not that some people straight out the womb are morning people or night owls, right? What you really should be saying is I'm choosing not to be a morning person because I don't want to put in the work to making myself a happier or more energetic person in the morning because it's not a priority, which if that's the story, that's totally fine. But I want to use that as an example because I think it's a really powerful one. And I think a lot of people don't identify themselves as morning people. But the questions that I'm going to kind of walk you through that I use for myself um, are questions that you could really apply to anything. Okay. Anything that you say that you are or you are not, but you do want to change. But sometimes we have to remember that we don't change things until they become extremely inconvenient or bring tremendous discomfort. So for example, you say you're not a morning person, but if you not being a morning person is now impacting your job because you're late to work because you're snoozing that snooze button so hard, you're probably going to care more. Or if it's affecting your marriage because you're so short with your husband because you're snapping at him because you're both like running around and I'm just picturing like Tupperwares flying everywhere. You're running around like a chicken with your head cut off because you're both so freaking rushed because you've both identified that you're not morning people. Or maybe it's affecting your body, right? Where in your early 20s, it didn't really matter that you didn't work out consistently. But now that you're moving into your 30s, you're like, wait a second, this is affecting me. Um, I'm identifying as not being a morning person, but crap, that's the only time that I could make working out happen because I have kids and a job and I travel for work and all these things, right? Or when it's affecting your bank account because you're not functioning at the highest levels in your morning 9 a.m. meeting because you're busy at Starbucks getting 7 million shots of coffee. And now your coworkers who do identify as morning people who are getting workouts in and quality time with their significant other in the morning are getting promoted and you aren't. Oh, dang girl. Then maybe you want to become a morning person or insert, like I said, any other, I am not, or I am statement that's not serving you. You're not outgoing enough. Guess what? You can learn how to be more sociable. You're shy. That's a, you're making that seem like it's a conditional forever statement. You can learn to get more confident, right? So to keep this example of morning person going, Say you have decided that you do not like right now that you aren't acting like, keyword, acting like, right? Because it's not a conditional statement. A morning person. Well, how can we change that? Easy. We can flip the script. Easy as in it's simple, but it might take you some time, right? We can flip the script and get curious though. So how does a morning person act? Or how does an entrepreneurial person act? Or how does a confident person act? That's a great question to ask. 
and really think about how that person carries themselves. How can I surround myself virtually or in person with someone who is a morning person or insert whatever thing you're working on so that I can see the positive effects that it's having on them and their life and the people around them by being that way, by being more outgoing, by being more fearless or courageous because no one's really fearless. Let's be real. How is it affecting them in a positive way? Because maybe you need to play it out a little bit more and see how it could serve you to act in that manner. Another question to ask, what types of questions would someone that is doing the thing that you want to do or is acting in the way that you want to be acting? For example, morning person, how are they acting and what habits are they adopting and what questions are they asking themselves when their alarm goes off? right? A question that I ask myself every single morning that has helped me become a morning person is I brush my teeth with a Sonicare. You know, my boyfriend's seen as a dentist. We believe in that Sonicare full rotation girl. And while I'm brushing my teeth, I'm asking myself, what am I excited about for the day? It's one of the very first things that I do in the morning and it's pumping me up and setting my intention for the day. So that's what I'm asking myself in the morning to become a morning person. How does a morning person spend their time in the morning? What proactive things do they do to set themselves up for success, right? And if it's not being a morning person and it's being more outgoing or being more confident or saving money um, or getting yourself out of the current financial situation that you're in, what resources do I need to be that person, right? And we can apply any of these questions that I'm asking to any I am statement that we're saying. So here's the gut check. Woo! I felt like it needed like a sound effect there or something. (laughs) I dare you to catch yourself today because we know that what we look for, we're going to find, right? So what are the I am statements that you're saying? Are they true? And more importantly, are they serving you? And if not, girl, let's change it right? Feel free to send me a message on Instagram with what I am statements you're running into. I'd love to hear what you think, right? But we have the power to change the dialogue that's going on in our head and to ask ourselves better questions and question if we even like the things that we're saying that we are or are not, right? We can change it with a little bit of effort, consistency, action, and maybe a game plan. So. That's number one, which is, I think, the easiest part of this because we can catch ourselves saying it out loud, right? You could maybe even have a conversation with one of your best friends or your significant other and you could ask them, what are the I am statements or I am not statements that you hear me saying, right? Get some feedback from someone whose opinion that you value, right? So that you can start to work on some of those and see if they're serving you because if they're not, they got to go because girl, you ain't got time for that, right? And then, like I mentioned at the beginning, I do think it's also really powerful to take a little bit of a deeper dive on this too, um, which is number two, what are the I am or I am not statements that we really need to deep dive on and figure out the story that we're creating because we are not actually saying them out loud, right? But we believe them to be true. So for example, I want to be, of course, really transparent with you. Cause like I said, we're girlfriends, we're having coffee, we're chatting. I want us to be connected in that way. One thing that I struggled a ton with in my coaching business early on was I did not identify myself as a health and fitness person, right? I was like, I'm not, I am not keyword. I am not a health and fitness person. 
And ironically, I have now gone on to build a business that has generated over seven figures, helping women on their health and fitness goals and building a coaching business. But I think that struggle served me, that I struggled with that I am not statement because I believe life is rigged in my favor. Subtle plug to one of my most favorite solo episodes I've ever done titled Life is Rigged in Your Favor. Great name. But honestly, I had to question why I was asking myself that. Because when I'm saying I am not fill in the blank, but for this example, I am not a health and fitness person. I'm then going to look for things to confirm that statement to be true. And I'm going to act accordingly to what my belief is telling me. For example, I'm going to scrutinize my body. I'm going to pick at myself. See, look, of course, my thigh is this big. Then that must mean I'm not a health and fitness person, right? Look, of course, I want chocolate at night with my red wine. Of course, I'm not a health and fitness person. A health and fitness person wouldn't do this. And I'm picking at myself. And then I'm acting like a person who isn't a health and fitness person. So yes, maybe I'll do my workouts, but then I would YOLO on wine, knowing deep down that I wouldn't get the results that I wanted, but it was almost like it was subconscious because that was a belief system that I had had. Hopefully you get what I'm picking, what I'm putting down there. You're picking up what I'm putting down. What you believe that you are, you will act in accordance with, right? What you believe that you deserve, you will go get. You will showcase what you believe that you deserve. You will teach people the way to treat you based off of the way that you treat yourself. If I didn't believe that I was a health and fitness person, right, then I would be someone who would see results, but then almost like self-sabotage to keep myself at what my belief system told me that I was, right? And I was able to flip the script. I still struggle with it. I'm Like I told you, I'm keeping it real with you. I still struggle with, am I to this or am I to that? Um, or do I not care enough about macros to talk to people about their dietary needs, right? Um, I still struggle with it, but I ask better questions. And I'm willing to look at the statements that I'm saying and ask if they're serving me. And that does take a little bit of time to really deep dive. It takes a lot of self-reflection. It takes quiet space and journaling and turning down the Beyonce and Taylor Swift dance parties and sitting in silence a little, which is kind of crazy if you're a high energy person like me. It's a journey, something that I'm constantly working towards, especially number two, right? It's a little bit easier to identify number one, those I am statements that you're saying out loud, especially because you can get feedback from other people. And it's a little bit more difficult and sometimes painful to look at the I am statements that you don't even realize the story, the, the stories that you've created about your life or who you are as a person that are no longer serving you, but you're still playing on repeat. Luckily, We've got this platform with this podcast and with social media and with however we got connected that we get to grow together side by side. And I will tell you what I'm talking about in today's episode is something that I'm going to be constantly evolving and trying to figure out how to navigate. So thank you for being here with me. I appreciate you so much. I'm so freaking grateful for you. I hope you really know that. And I really freaking mean it. I can't wait to hear what you think of this episode. And I can't wait to continue down this crazy roller coaster of a journey called life together. Thank you so much, girl. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, 
just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.